We're investigating Michael's visa denial while Walmart investigates Avery's alleged hate crime. Plus, a fan favorite scores citizenship and Rebecca recants on a revenge porn threat. That and so much more coming up on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Boom! Hey there, 90 Day News Hound. Welcome back. Happy New Year. We are so happy to be hanging with you again, talking about the week's top 90 Day Fiance news headlines. We are going to be breaking down all the juicy stuff. My name is Christy Olson, and joining me today, back for 2020, you know her from all the After Buzz 90 Day Fiance after shows. Hello, Linda Antwi. Hi, guys. <laughs> new year, new decade, same drama. I love it. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And we have a special guest host today. She is on our uh, AfterBuzz TV's East Coast correspondent. You guys might recognize her from the Teen Mom After Show. Please give a big warm welcome to Mackenzie Fain. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Yay. We are happy to have you here, especially since, unfortunately, our live chat is down today. Uh, We hope we'll get that back up for you next week, but we will be premiering live, so guys, make sure you are joining in the conversation all together. You guys know each other, so that'll be fun for you, too. And uh, we miss you, but please make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on post notifications so that you always know when we're coming at you live. Yes. And uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well if you like to listen. Like, rate, comment, and subscribe because we are about to tell you everything that's happened, not just this week, I think, but from the past few weeks mm-hmm. since we've been gone a little bit. And uh, my intro there may have caught your attention talking about Avery's alleged hate crime. Have you guys heard about this? So this went down on New Year's Day at a Walmart in Avery's uh, local Ohio, where she's from. This is shocking, you guys. Avery claims that while she was shopping, she was, of course, wearing her hijab. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always look to you for pronunciation (laughs) on that one. She was wearing her hijab and apparently was targeted by two employees who she said began talking about how uh, Donald Trump needs to take out the trash, meaning uh, her. Let me get an exact quote here for you. They pointed at me and said, do you think they can even afford any of what she's buying? And the other one said, well, maybe with the welfare check from our taxes. So these are terrible things being said to Avery, allegedly. They started out by saying America isn't how it used to be. Trump needs to take out the trash. Avery says she stayed out of it and just kept shopping that the two employees assumed that she didn't speak English and couldn't understand what they were saying. And that's when they made the comment uh, wondering if she could afford what she was buying. Avery says, I called them out for it, and then they tried to kiss my butt, but they no longer have jobs. Trump didn't need to take out the trash because I did. So what's interesting about that, Avery made that claim on Facebook a few hours after this incident allegedly went down. Walmart gave a statement to People.com and said that they are investigating the incident. They did not confirm that the employees have been fired. Mm -hmm. However, I did reach out to them just a few hours ago to see if the investigation has wrapped. And, uh, you know, stay tuned to AfterBuzz TV. TV to uh, find out what uh, Walmart has decided about all of that. But either way, this is really shocking. And I think Avery has been very open before about all the hate that she gets online. This is a whole different thing. This is in person. This is at an American store that we all probably go to Mm -hmm. a lot. What do you guys think about this? You know, I I think that it's something that uh, is becoming more and more prevalent, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm glad that she was able to call them out, and I hope that there are repercussions if, indeed, those employees did spew that type of hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a little firecracker. Like, we've seen it. 
you know, on the reunions and things like that. So I'm not too surprised that she said something and spoke up after a bit. No, I'm not either. But there were, of course, some fans who said she must be making this up. There's no evidence that she's making it up, of course. But people assume or people want to gaslight her a little bit. And she pointed out what would she get out of making this up, first of all. And second of all, I think if she wanted to get attention for uh, being attacked for being Islam, she has a lot of screenshots she could just grab of people DMing her and people saying things to her on the internet. So she Mm -hmm. certainly wouldn't need to make something like this up. And I mean, this is not the first time that a celebrity or a reality uh, TV person has gone into an establishment and has been treated not nicely or even, you know, racist remarks made to them. And those people have lost their jobs. So she has nothing to lose. She's only saying, hey, like, this is what happened, and I want to expose it because at the end of the day, it's not okay. Yeah, I mean, she has this platform, so why not? There are Mm -hmm. so many women out there that don't, that are the same in the same religion that she does, so it's great that she's doing this, you Mm -hmm. know? I think it's awesome. Yeah, we we applaud you, Avery. We will, of course, keep you all posted on that investigation. Speaking of an investigation... <laughs> Let's do one! Uh, <laughs> why? Why is Michael crying here? Because we all know, and if you're caught up, that his visa, K-1 visa, was denied. And he was in shock. And most people are thinking, including Angela, who's now on her way to Nigeria... Oh, uh, juicy to, scoop. Yeah, to find out why exactly he got denied... Because they're all thinking it's him, but according to some online sources who have done some research, the problem could be Angela, and here's why. Angela has two DUI convictions and has been on probation for the last few years. Um, they also are taking into account the number of people living in her household. She has nine, so Michael would make ten versus the income that she's, she has coming in because, as we all know, on a K-1 visa, when you get married... After that, you have to be able to support that person that you brought over for 10 years. So 10 people in the house, supported Michael for 10 (laughs) years. Even if he works and it doesn't work out, you're still supporting this person. Um, And then they also want to take into account her other daughter's arrest and conviction and how that applies to this household. So what they're saying is that it might not be Michael. It might indeed be Angela. Uh, That's the issue. And the reason why the K-1 visa was denied. Now, they're trying to do the K-3 visa, and we know the difference between the K-3 and the K-1. K-1 is a fiancé visa. K-3 is a spousal visa. She would have to go to Nigeria, get married there, and start the whole process over again. Mm -hmm. And even in that instance, it still can be denied. Thoughts, ladies. Yes. Wow. Well, and I know there's... A lot of factors, too, like just the fact that he's from Nigeria Mm -hmm. raises a red flag to the government because that's kind of known for a big place Mm -hmm. of fraud. That's another part. So Mm -hmm. that seems like it may be highly likely that he would be denied again. I'm dying to know how you found out that Angela is on her way to Nigeria now. Oh, because they they, uh, had a little preview on this last episode that she was on her way there to sort it all out. I forgot about that. It's she been, does it every it's time. Been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's our big news story. 90 Day Fiance wasn't on for the first time in about a million years yeah. this last week. And, and no version of it. No. Yeah. I so. can't believe it can still get denied, even if it's a spousal visa. And I did hear, too, that it still could take up to 18 months yes. for it to be approved 
regardless. Oh, for right? sure. If they if they start the process over again, it's going to be at least two years. That's crazy. And I think and and even then, you're starting the process. It doesn't mean yes. You know what? You right. and I are married, and yes, you can come over after those two years. They can say no. We don't believe all of this, and it's too bad. And and a lot of it has to do to you guys. Is uh, they're saying that uh, Nigeria is notorious for fraud, um, and so her application was also flagged because she's older, he's younger, they can't start a family, so like, what does he want with her, and what does he want to do in America? And, really interesting to me, uh, an insider said that part of the problem is, when they watch the 90 Day show, it looks like he is only interested in coming over for the visa. So, you know, they look at everything. When you're getting your visa, they look at everything. Your online presence, your TV presence, your history, your criminal background, all of it. I mean, we know there's a lot more people out there that do this K-1 visa. And this show, the people that are on this, it can make or break them, Mm -hmm. clearly. Well, yeah, and when you hear all the factors that are involved and all the things that are stacked against Angela and Michael specifically, it kind of makes me wonder why they didn't just start with the K-3. You know, I, I really appreciate that Angela wants to have her mother at the wedding and her family, but... We've seen on the show many times, and mm-hmm. I personally did this myself, IRL, is like you go have your destination fun wedding wherever you can, and then you come back and celebrate with your friends and family. And, you know, that would probably be okay. It would be better than what they're going through now. I, I mean, have a question. So this might be dumb, but why couldn't he come over to America and get married and then go back, and then them do it like that way? Well, the same thing is he needs a visa to come to America. So whether it's a K-1 visa, K-3 visa, travel visa, student visa, he needs a visa to come. And I think that that's that's part of the process, okay. right? So if you're being denied for one, who knows? You might be denied for another, and maybe he's not a student, so he can't get a student visa, and all of that stuff. Uh, interesting note, real last thing is Nigeria. They say is 13 in K1 approvals. So in the most recent years, there have been 725,000 uh, K1 visas issued from Nigeria, and they want. You guys to compare it to in that same time frame from the Philippines, 7,000. Oh my God. Wait, say that one more time. Okay, so Nigeria. Just give us the numbers. 725,000 versus 7,000. Same time frame. K1, like we're applying Didn't for K1s. Yes. Yeah, that's how many applications there are. Yes. Got you. Okay. So that's why it's flagged, right? Because there's so much fraud, there's so much. Uh, that they think that's coming out of Nigeria, that if you think about it, 725,000 people have applied for K-1 visas in X amount of frame time versus 7,000 same frame out. time from the Philippines. <laughs> right? Or, or you know, they, they say a lot of it is, you know, some of this... A lot of catfishing. Yeah, the fraud warnings and or, email frauds and criminal activity tied to Nigeria. Or, guys, the big one here, or it's just all love. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Big lovers, those Nigerians. <laughs> I love it. Well, someone almost got themselves in some trouble this week. She quickly backtracked, but this is juicy. Mm, Rebecca. Rebecca, I really like this, this couple. So, uh, Rebecca is threatening fans who send nudes to Ziad and basically saying it's inappropriate. She will block you. She will... Um, like, put all your information online, and then she tra- backtracked and said, no, you just want attention. I'm not going to do that. So let's take a look at the video real quick and then discuss. 
Yeah, this was like a three-minute video, but this is the the 20 seconds that are going to, I think, have your jaw on the floor a little bit. She starts by talking about these women who send Ziad nude photos and how she usually just responds by um, screenshotting them and sending them back to the women with a sassy message. However... I think she's like... I'm going to start posting y'all's freaking pictures and your Instagram profiles... <clears throat> and the messages that you're sending if you don't stop it you know what I'm not even uh, no I lied I'm not gonna do that because then some people will just want the freaking exposure so I ain't doing it she is not impressed girls girls out there she is not impressed stop sending the nudes to her man <laughs> stop it uh, she also got, goes on to say that it's disrespectful to send any message to any man that's in a relationship uh, and that she's not insecure about their relationship she just thinks it's disrespectful and uh, she goes on to say that both of them have each other's online um, passwords and they're yeah. both in and out of each other's online media and mm. they're okay with that and they're they're really okay with their relationship and they're in a strong place. Uh, and in other Ziad news, he has completed his HVAC certification. And if you don't know what that is, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Um, Rebecca posted on her Instagram how proud she was of her man and how he's making all the right moves to set up their life in America. I love that. We, of course, know that, you know, she needs to make sure that he's bringing in some dough when he comes because she is dealing with that child custody dispute right now where mm-hmm. she has to pay or she will go to jail. As far as the nude photos, um, because people want attention probably isn't the reason not to do that. I think because revenge porn is illegal and uh, because slut shaming is like so 2017 are probably the better reasons not to do that. Or how about just mind your own business? Like... What are you doing sending your nudies to someone that you've never met? It fascinates me. Fascinates me. Would you do it? No. But, like, (laughs) also, it's, like, if they wanted, the fact that she even thought to threaten these people, they sent them out there to to this person, and clearly they don't care what, who has them, what anybody's doing with them. So that's not even a threat. And it's probably not pictures of them anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in this day and age. To try to catfish him into it. Like, Mm oh, what are you going to do? And then can, yeah, ruin the relationship and blah, blah, blah. Uh Uh-oh. Look out, Colt. Uh, Colt. (laughs) He just seems like the type to fall for that. I don't know. Yes, he does. (laughs) Oh, well, Rebecca uh, spilling some tea on their relationship and how it goes down. And Tanya's sister spilling some major tea. Um, Pardon me for a moment. I have to make sure that we make this very clear. So we're talking about Tanya, you know, Sinjin's Tanya, and her sister... Oh, I Tiana. Yes. Yes. Okay, so don't get confused here, guys. I, I almost just did. We met Tiana on the show, her and her husband and their baby um, a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So Tiana, wow, why is this so hard? Tiana spilled the major tea in a Facebook post, and she explained why Tanya is living in a shed. She explained a little bit more about their relationship, and she went in kind of hard on Tanya herself and just what kind of a person she is. This all kind of started with Tiana posting that uh, her sister, well, she's just a raging asshole, according to Tiana. That came with a whole bunch of smileys. But then this, she's talking about uh, when 
Tanya moved back from Washington, D.C. to her home in, home in Connecticut, she basically just showed up at her sister's house and was like, hey, I'm moving in. And then kind of gave the party line of like, I'm here to help you with the baby and blah, blah, blah. But according to her sister, that didn't work out very well. She no longer wanted Tanya's negative energy in her home, so she kicked her out. And that was right before filming started. That is how Tanya and Sinjin ended up in a shed. Not only that, but her sister made some other comments about just kind of the person that Tanya is and um, that she's always been mean to her sister and that they love each other, but it sounds like there is um, some major dysfunction here, shall we say. You see it on the show that, that the sister has disdain. Like, it's a tangible disdain for Tanya. And without talking bad about her, she definitely doesn't say anything great about her sister. Right. And I think it's interesting that uh, not only does she spill the beans online, but you see that she's almost supportive of Sinjin, like, get out while you can, <laughs> without saying that. Um, I also think that Tanya comes across as very selfish and self-absorbed, and every time you hear her say, well, I can't give you what you want you got to listen to what people are saying. She's telling you directly. You don't want to you don't want to absorb it, but she's saying to Sinjin on a regular, I cannot give you what you want. I cannot give you what you want. At some point, you want to hear what she's saying. Yeah. Cuz she's in her own world, she wants to do her own thing. She wants to be misindependent and she doesn't want to compromise. And even when he says, "Let's compromise," you know, I know I might be calling you too much and texting you too much, but I'm just asking you to say, "Hey, you know what?" I got home safe. Mm -hmm. Go party, do your thing, just say, I got home safe, and you're like, well, I can't promise I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and off of the her sister posting this, you know, off of what you're saying, too, it's like, Listen to the family, Sinjin. I'm, it's, she's putting it mm -hmm. out there. She's not her biggest fan either, so it's kind of like... Open your eyes, buddy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's essentially trying to warn him. And the fans questioned Tiana, like, aren't you going to get in trouble for this? And she said, yeah, Tanya just called me and was like, get off the internet. But she is social media herself, so what is she talking about? And not only that, but something else I was going to say. Hmm. I think that, I mean, as this relationship unfolds, we're just seeing more and more how they don't seem to be on the same page, so they must really love each other in order to want to try to make this work. Yeah, or, you know, the sister saw a little opportunity to be on TV, and who's going to turn that down? She did talk about, oh, that was the last thing I was going to say. She talked about how she couldn't say any more because of an NDA. So the sister is under NDA as well, so that means she's getting paid. Oh, yeah, but, right? but TLC is locking everyone down on the NDA. <laughs> clink, clink. TLC is locking everyone down and perhaps keeping some former 90 Day stars in the family, okay? Yep. I um really regretting the lack of live chat in this one. So, guys, make sure you are telling us your opinions when this premieres live because you are not going to believe this. So, according to one of Caesar, yes, Caesar, who got majorly ghosted by Maria, according to one of his co-workers at the nail salon, he is currently getting in shape to appear on Naked and Afraid. That's right. This is a Discovery Channel show, which is in the same kind of network of families as TLC, where people are stripped of their clothing, and I'm pretty sure everything else. It's one man and one woman per episode, and they have to survive in the wild for 21 days. They have had celebrities on the show in the past, and those people, celebrities and reality stars, those people have not fared well, but apparently Caesar's being given some time to pump up in the gym and prepare for this. So that certainly does explain why he's been hitting the gym so hard. 
Are we looking forward to seeing Caesar on Naked and Afraid? This is going to be a disaster. (laughs) I feel so bad. And I just always feel so bad for him, you know, throughout the whole season. But this, it's like you're asking for, like, just awfulness. I don't know. It's all right. I mean, I've been saying for a long time that he needs a timeout. So maybe he does need to go to the forest, (laughs) be naked, stripped of all social media and any online communication, and figure his life out. And really just be one with nature. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe he will come and be centered with himself (laughs) and not come up acting all crazy, sending thousands and thousands of dollars to someone you've never met. And it's so funny that because he made such a splash with that story that the network and the whole family of networks just is not willing to let him go. They're like, what else can we do this man without forcing him into another fake storyline on 90 Day Fiance? Oh, hey! Throw him in the wilderness. Let's do it. Throw him in the woods. Yes. Oh, yay. So it is a celebration, guys. Uh, one of our fan favorites, uh, Lexi and Lauren, have something to celebrate times two. The first thing they are going to celebrate, she has announced that Alexi became an American citizen Woo! on January 7th and that his swearing-in ceremony is just a couple of weeks away. And in this busy and exciting time, also, they had their gender reveal and it looks like they're having a baby boy. Whoop, whoop. And And she says, what a busy yet exciting day. Our full 90-day fiancé process in its entirety has been completed. Uh, She went on and uh, shared a photo of herself, smiling as he rested, which I thought was really, really sweet. And then she took to her stories and said, "Uh, we just had Alex's citizenship interview, and he passed it. After years of applications, waiting, hard work, and patience, Alex got approved to be a U.S. citizen. So yes. yay! So this hardly sweet. ever happens. <laughs> like they never get to this point, unfortunately. Really, on ninety day, I think we probably have more couples that have crashed and burned before getting that green card than we do those who have actually made it. Right? Yeah, but you know what? If you guys remember them in their seasons, uh, they had their ups and downs, but they they kind of took their time. Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, so I think it's great. I think it's uh, really. A nice little success story amongst the craziness. Yeah, yeah. You always kind of got the feeling from them that they knew they were going to be together yeah. forever. That they're a legit couple yeah. and they really should be married. Yeah. And I think you know, there's just more evidence of that. Mm-hmm. So true. Yay! Well, congratulations to those two, and also congratulations to Miss Tiffany, who you guys remember from the last season of The Other Way. Check her. She says she has lost 16 pounds, got a lot of praise from fans after posting this photo on Instagram a couple of days ago, but as is always the case on social media, there were some trolls, some detractors as well, some jerk who... Uh, had a problem with Tiffany calling herself skinny. We won't say what he said, but it wasn't nice. But Tiffany always brings the clapbacks. She is mm-hmm. always classy with it. She's always eloquent and intelligent and wise and never puts the person down, just raises herself up. So you will not be surprised to hear what she said to this guy. She said, I'm skinny. Does that make you upset when I say that? How does it make you feel? I enjoy looking at myself. Does that make you angry? If it does, you probably hate yourself and have a deep desire to love yourself. Here comes the major clap back. However, I advise you to not 
project that onto me. Boom, boom. So Tiffany, not only looking good, she's reporting that she's feeling great. She's loving herself. Of course, Carly Rose was born in July. So uh, she also said that oh, she's happy that she's lost this 16 pounds in total, but that she does have a lot more to go. I don't see a lot more to go there. She's very hourglassy. You can see it mostly in her face, but either way, she looks fabulous. I think she looks fabulous, and I say, you know what? You do you, boo. Forget everyone else, because everyone else is always going to have an opinion. Uh, Do what makes you happy and what makes you feel good about yourself. She looks so great, and she looks so happy. Yeah. And the baby's so cute. (laughs) And I really hope we get to see them on Happily Ever After, or 90 Day Fiance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We love those two. Uh, But some, a couple that maybe fans are far over. If you're watching, you see that I had to take a deep breath. Because My head I is cannot down. keep up with this couple. So, guys, as you know, Christy and I have talked about this many, many a times on this weekly show. We talk about it in the after show how Karini and Paul, they throw out how they're going to get divorced every five seconds. Well, why would we be surprised during the holiday break that there wasn't a bombshell dropped? <laughs> so, uh... We know that in November, he announced on social media that Karini wanted to divorce him and that she wasn't allowing him to see the baby and that he was coming back to the U.S. and it was over. And then he posted a photo of the family with Santa and we're like, oh, maybe it's not over. And then he went to his stories and he basically said that uh, Karini was cheating on him with this guy named Blake Sakal, who's a musician slash personal trainer, and that she left him uh, with their son and it was a mess in the apartment and that she spilled what looked like blue paint, it could be blue dye, and thrashed the apartment and it was a mess and then he was going to be spending Christmas by himself. He went on and on and on. We didn't hear anything about uh, Karini until she did an interview. And she did this interview uh, with an online uh, blogging site and basically said, Paul has anxiety issues. Everything he's saying is not true. I did not leave him. I did not cheat him cheat on him. I would never not allow him to see Pierre. We are together, and all I can say is that he suffers from anxiety. And I thought that was super classy of her to be like, oh, you know what? This is him taking it 100 degrees over the top, as per usual, and what he's saying is not true. Do you believe her? Paul got pretty specific. He was all over, like, Insta Live and posting a lot of things and, like, oh, she went and got a drink with him this other night and that they've been talking for so long. He he yeah. sold a good he sold a good story. He but and anxiety no- that's not enough. I mean, clearly for that he has severe okay, anxiety. you guys, <laughs> you got to think about Paul in in his entirety and everything that we've seen about him and how everything is extra. And I'll give you an example. He goes to. A party, and he has a t-shirt on, but he also has a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> he goes to visit Karini, and that first trip you saw, he had trunks and trunks of stuff that that was over the just in case. Just yeah. in case I need to cover my privates while I'm swimming. Just in case I'm going to need a, a bulletproof tent. Just in case, yeah. you know? It goes on. So, you know that the, he, he sees things in the extreme. Yeah. So now bring it back to this story. Maybe she went to the gym and maybe she spent a little bit more time. And I'm totally making this up, but I want you to see the point. Spent a little bit more time, a little bit longer than she normally does. 
And maybe she rushed out of the house. She was bleaching or, you know, dyeing her hair, and she left it a mess. He turns that into she thrashed the apartment. She left me to be with this guy, and she's now now allowing me to see Pierre. I don't know, you guys. What do you chime in in, in the in the comments? I would love to hear your your thoughts. But I think that he did blow this. Maybe they had a fight, and he blew it out of proportion. And so I do believe her. I definitely think that he blew something out of proportion, but she is not the perfect wife or like the state, you know, I think she has her issues too. And I think she's not one to trust, you know, I mean, so I just think, yeah, I don't, I don't trust her. What are your thoughts? We have to remember that they've been cut off by TLC. TLC's not paying them anymore. So they've gone full scorched earth rogue. Paul is giving all the details all the time. They need a way to keep maintain that attention and somehow make some money and that would be by garnering up some news stories that they can sell there was another little blurb to this i saw where there was a picture posted i believe on paul's account of karini smiling in front of a domestic violence shelter with pierre and so he was kind of implying that that's where they that karini left him and fled to this domestic violence shelter well the real story she said in that interview was that um no he just told me he just took me there to, to show me and like said like let's take a picture and why would I be smiling if we weren't just going there to visit like what like what it seems it oh. all seems very calculated for attention right mm. that that I can get on board with mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah so whether Paul believes his own uh craziness or not is remains to be seen but it seems like his dad who had enough of him a long time ago might be back in the picture yeah it looks like they have amended their relationship perhaps we see uh paul's dad with cutie patootie and uh i'm not sure what the caption was if you have it uh but it looks like things are on the men if the family's coming together for the holidays no, he didn't. I, I think probably because he wants someone to ask. He wants to sell this story. <laughs> Paul didn't say anything. He just posted this picture of Grandpa and Baby Pierre. We've n- we've never seen his dad on the show, nope. right? Mm-mm. No, I nope. couldn't remember that we ever had. Nope. So that's kind of a big deal. So, well, at least maybe his dad being back in the picture, maybe he can uh, set an example for Paul, shall we say. All right. Well, it wouldn't be 90 Day Fiance News Weekly if we didn't talk about Ashley and Jay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, right? That's facts. We could pretty much call this the Ashley J show at this point. <laughs> and of course, she's still talking to Ashley made headlines a few days ago when she posted this photo on Instagram with a very touching explanation. So this was all about, you know, new year, new me. And she said this photo is as raw and real as I can be. She was fighting back tears as she was sharing this. But she said, you know, this year has been really rough. She talks about how this photo was taken accidentally by her the night of her birthday party in New York City. This was right after she and Jay had split and she had filed for divorce for the second time. She said the tabloids attacked me at my events all week about my failed marriage and then Jay showed up to that party unannounced. They were civil, she said at the time, but as she walked out the door from that birthday party, she just lost it. She was crying. She was with one of her friends, thankfully, but she said, I'm not blaming all of this on Jay. That's That wasn't the point of sharing this story. She said, I want both men and women to know that it's okay to fail. What's not okay is to let it destroy you 
you can and will get back up and pick up the pieces. She goes on quite a bit about time healing everything, and she said, I'm going to leave this post with the final time I speak on us or our marriage. It's about to be a new chapter, and I'm not looking back. Thank you for all your support, and a special thank you to uh, her friends, many of whom we've seen on the show. She said she couldn't fight this battle without them, but also uh, admitted that she still loves Jay. But she's moving on. Do we believe her this time? No. God, she never does. She's going to post about him again, or something's going to happen. I mean, it's it's inevitable at this point. What do you think, Linda? You know, as many of you know, I'm definitely team Ashley. I've been on her team for for the whole time since we, we met her in this 90-day uh, journey. But do I believe it? I don't know. It's that whole... What is it? The wolf, the sheep that cries. Yeah, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, exactly. I, feel, I feel it's a little bit like that. Like, fool me once, you know, fool me twice, fool me three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. At some point, it's shame on me for believing it. So I'll yep. believe it as we move into the new year and we see what happens if she's honestly moved on. But if there was a disclaimer on that post where she still loves Jay, then that is leaving the door open as far as I'm concerned. Right. She joked uh, also a couple days after this about how her new boyfriend is going to have to sign an NDA and submit to a background check. That, I think, Ashley, is a fantastic idea. Yes. Yes. And on that note, it is time to play a little round of Do We Ship It? This is super fun, Mackenzie. I think you're going to like this. So we're going to give you one of the couples who we've uh, given you some extra juice on, actually, earlier in the show. And we're going to tell you whether we think they are shipped for life as in in a relationship forever, or are we shipping them out of here on a two separate boats to Splitsville? Okay, and we want you guys' chat roll to all chime in as well and let us know, do we ship it? So, ladies, let's talk about Michael and Angela. We know they are now planning to get married in Nigeria, but they still have a long road ahead of them. Do we ship it? As the guest, you go first. Okay, um... I do not think that they're going to stay together. No. No. She's shipping them out, folks. Yeah, I just think that it's not going to. She's going to keep trying, but it's not going to work. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I agree with you. I think that they have way too many obstacles. They've been trying for far too long. We know that we've seen this couple for years and years and years, and they have not uh, made it down the aisle yet. And I think that uh, the fact that he got denied, I think the fact that we talked about earlier with her DUI convictions, the probation, her daughter uh, being in jail right now, her being the sole provider for not only herself and her mom and all those grandbabies, I I just don't think that they're going to be able to make it work. I think that they're going to be denied um, if they appeal. And what's interesting, too, about this couple, uh, Christy, is that they have to make a decision whether they're going to do the K-1 visa process and continue to do that, wait for a denial, and then appeal, right? right? Or Which is what her lawyer is saying that she should do. Right. Versus what his lawyer is saying, no, you should not appeal. It looks bad on you. It looks bad on the high court. You should have Angela marry you while she's in Nigeria and reapply for a K-3 visa and go through that process, which will be 18 months to two years. So either way, you're looking at another 18 months, six months to 18 months. Well, what about her slogan, K-1, K-done? Okay, so there you go. There you go. So I am shipping them both separate ways on separate, separate ships. 
separate continents. <laughs> Bye. And you know, if you guys watch the latest episode, uh, I think that the situation with him and his friends says it all. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it and you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I am buying these two two separate tickets to be shipped out as well, but not for a few years. I think they have stuck to their guns so hard that they are not going to like acquiesce yet. Like they feel like they have oh, to yeah, yeah. Sure. give this idea that they really are in love and they're really going to make it and they really want to get together. I don't think this is going to implode until Michael finally does get here in a few years and sees what the situation is and maybe sees some other women who could have his baby. And I think this is definitely getting shipped out, but not for a while. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that they're going to make a lot more great TV. Same. And we're going to watch this journey implode. And we're going to say, hey, listen, we got here, but it took us a little bit of time. Yes. (laughs) Another rousing round of Do We Ship It. Thank you all out there for playing along live with us. And if you are tuning in live, you should stay tuned. Or, you know, if it's a little later, go and check out the other... uh, Guys, yeah, After Buzz, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are back. We have all the deets on this last episode, and it was a doozy. So make sure you come back. After Buzz TV, reality channel, and uh, stick to us. And if you want to find me online, all across social media at Linda is so girly. Yay, and Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you Where so much. Where can everybody keep up with you and make sure they see that Teen Mom After Show? Any other new things you may have coming down the pipe? Of course. So I'm going to be launching a new crime junkie after show here at After Buzz. True crime fans out there, definitely check it out. But in the meantime, you can check me out on all Teen Mom franchise after shows here at After Buzz and on Instagram at Mackenzie Fane. Yay! I, I, this is my least favorite part of the show. We have to wrap <laughs> up, but we really have to. So, guys, if you all are Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules fans, please check out my YouTube channel, Christy Reports. I have some exclusive interviews and some very juicy new season news. And you can always hit me up at Christy Reports. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about the week's top 90-day fiancé news headlines. We will be back next week. See you then. Bye. Hi guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.